Hello, 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 greetings, and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. Once again, we meet again, and I'm so glad to be here with you as I am every single episode. So let's not wait any longer. Let's not delay. Let's jump right into it. Come on, let's go. Hello, 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 and hello again. Y'all, I'm so happy to be back with you. We missed a week of the podcast because the girls had to deal with the Covisha. Mm-hmm. Um, one of Aaron's classmates uh, had COVID as a result. I had to pick Aaron up from school, like, the first, and she has not been back since then, and it has been a time. (laughs) So, picked her up on Thursday when they told me that one of her classmates um, tested positive. By Friday night, she wasn't feeling good, but still tested negative. By Saturday morning, sis was fully ablaze with the worst symptoms ever. And then Sunday, JoJo tested positive and had looked like she got hit by three Mack trucks. And then by Monday, I tested positive. So it has been a time. It has been a time for sure. Interesting time for sure (laughs) but um we are still positive however the worst symptoms are definitely over still got some icky symptoms all of us have like not not acute cough at all but yeah everybody's you know just dealing with shit right now (laughs) Whether it be COVID, whether it be um, grief and loss, whether it be just professional stressors, I feel like everybody's going through it. So as I'm going through it with my kids at home, I just want you guys to know that I'm in this with you. You know, we're all going through the shit, but we'll make it through. It's tough now but we shall recover emotionally, mentally, physically, all of us. We're going to get it together. It's going to get better. Oh, goodness. Listen, I just seen some crazy things happen while I've been trying to work on recovery. And I just wanted to, I, I, I just really want to jump into it. 
because <laughs> I got some things to say. So, without further ado, let's get to the rest of the episode. You know what this part is. You know what it's called. Let's jump into it now. What's happening? What goes on here, y'all? Didn't I talk to you about <laughs> y'all being performative during Pride Month? Didn't I talk to you about that already? Didn't I talk to you about that? And then here go Austria with their Burger King promotion. And they said, you know what we're going to do, baby? I said, no. And then Burger King said, pick up your phone and scroll on Kiki Palmer and Laomi Maldonado's internet. And see what the new Burger King campaign is in Austria. I said, all the way across the water? Okay, I'm going to look. Two buns. Two top buns, two bottom buns on their sandwiches, on their burgers. And all my little queer ass could do was giggle because you put two tops and two bottoms (laughs) together. Now, (laughs) quick, quick folk. My, my, my gay folk if you know you know <laughs> you put two tops and two bottoms together I mean they friends but that's pretty much it <laughs> unless you're trying to say your buns are verse is that what you're trying Y'all just say anything. Just anything. Oh, and shout out to the 31 very bitter, crusty, uh, white men. I guess we can call them men. That's what y'all want to do. Um, they got arrested for planning to be, you know, everything they want to be. Great domestic terrorists at a pride parade. But mm-mm, that thing got shut down shut down y'all gotta y'all gotta give it up y'all really gotta give it up if something bothers you so much stop engaging with it stop engaging with the lgbtqia blt sandwiches stop 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 engaging with us with the alphabet crew stop engaging with the abcdefgs stop following us stop showing up at our events because we're not coming you don't see us going hey you know what we're gonna do today we're going to be violent with people who don't give a fuck about us <laughs> leave leave us alone i'm so glad y'all got arrested you know you're a white supremacist group who happened to be homophobic whoa shocker uh, y'all gotta chill out. Y'all gotta chill out. Write a a strongly worded letter. I don't know who you mailing it to, but get those emotions out, and 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 stop using violence. Use your use your words 
Stop using violence. Every time I pick up my phone, I get an alert about another mass shooting. This in ignorance and just pure ignorance. And I'm tired. Can we all take a collective break and focus on joy? Can we all just focus on things that we like and not the things that anger us for, hmm, who knows, seven days straight? Can we do that? Every time I scroll on Beyonce's internet, I see the wildness of these humans. And it's it's just beginning to get so far out of hand. Like, we're not even exhausted anymore. I think we're just delusional, delirious, and delusional. Because the world is chaotic. And during that chaos, all you have is people trying to celebrate Black Music Month, celebrate Juneteenth, celebrate having a black ass time, being as free as they can possibly be, having a queer ass celebratory time, being as free as they could possibly be. And people still over here pressed, pressed and bitter. Pull it together. I think the world collectively needs a timeout. Where is adulting HR? Point me in the direction of the human resources manager for adulting and society because I have complaints. So many complaints. Who who is in charge of human evaluation? Because I don't think that we're staying up to, you know... (laughs) up to date with our annual human evaluations where we sit and decide if people are being good humans, decent humans, if people are being humans that aren't dedicated to destruction, aggression, and chaos. And yes, sometimes a little bit of chaos shakes shit up, but y'all ain't shaking, y'all tumbling, y'all spinning, y'all just throwing everything at the wall with no direction. Happy Pride. Go eat a two tops, two bottoms. <laughs> Somebody go to Austria and uh, eat the burger and send me a video of you enjoying your two tops or your two bottoms. And please hashtag it Happy Pride. Because if you didn't do it, it didn't happen. You weren't there. <laughs> Let's go. So, full disclosure, um, I've recorded and re-recorded this episode so many times because (laughs) dealing with COVID with the kids has been really stressful. And I got this whole episode, like, recorded, half of the episode recorded and ready to finish editing and getting the rest done. And there were kids just in pain and in agony and then when I had time to do it again I 
started being in pain and in agony. And I had a completely different topic, a completely different topic. But I thought this week we would talk about COVID and our mental health. You know, we've talked about it from different angles as far as, you know, pandemic related guilt when people are doing well, despite us being in a little bit of a a global shenanigan, you know, um, feeling that you shouldn't share your good news or your successes while a lot of people are going through some of the darkest and toughest times in their lives, mentally, financially, familially, you know, it's, it's a lot. Um, and I started, you know, also processing the fact that a lot of people thought that we were over COVID. We were past this part of the pandemic. And maybe, no, we're not. You know, as people are traveling again, the numbers are rising. Schools, (laughs) the school numbers are up again. And that is what is taking us out. Daz was really taking this out. Um, and there's so many, there's so many factors when I'm talking about COVID playing on our mental health. What a first part of the pandemic, we talked about just the social isolation, feeling really isolated because we had to quarantine or life was altered. It, it was just, a very interesting experience. Um, very interesting experience. You know, seeing how our emotions were heightened or damned due to us not really having interaction like we used to. And feeling as if something was being taken from us. Um, A lot of people struggle with like, hey, I make a lot of the choices about my life and I can't, I make these decisions and now you're telling me that I can't do the things that I want to do and I feel like I need to do. I don't like that. I'm uncomfortable. It makes me want to rebel. It makes me want to resist. It also makes me anxious. Those pieces, of course, and, you know, dealing with what do we listen to, what information is legit, what information is not, what information can help me, and what is just being repeated, what are the new guidelines, yada, yada, yada. It causes stress trying to keep up with vaccination number one, two, fifty, <laughs> what, uh, which vaccine do you have or what are the new guidelines or can you wear a mask here are you supposed to wear a mask here is mask voluntary all of these things and then let's talk about the actual impact of having COVID and now that I have it yes I still have it now that I have it and I've watched my kids go through this at home just us three four if you count Chloe the cat um the emotional roller coaster um, that I've been on for the last how many days has been 
crazy, you know. So I guess 11, no, 12 days or 12 days. It's It's been crazy. And I think that as someone who already has um, diagnosed mental disorders that center around sadness, guilt, and anxiety, oh, baby, this has been a tough time for me watching my children be the sickest I've ever seen them since they walked on this earth, since they came into this earth. Um, I dealt with a lot of frustration and sadness, and I had some a, a depressive episode because I just felt so powerless watching them be so ill and and then I was exhausted from having to take care of them um two kids first it was Aaron for her two days um sick and then it was Jojo and then it was you know for and then it was both of them sick together and then it was all of us sick together so it's been exhausting (laughs) to do this and feeling depressed because it was overwhelming and there's nothing you can do but you know try to make them as comfortable as possible and the things that you were doing to make them comfortable at first not working anymore um and seeing them go getting getting sicker before they started um, coming around and getting better it was stressful and then when I started getting sick feeling like oh my gosh like how I'm gonna get through this this is I just feel so not defeated but very heavy, very heavy. Um, it's difficult going through, being sick is not fun, period. But going through something where you can't really do much for the person that is ill, it hurts. It hurts, especially when they're children. Because, you know... You want to protect your your kids. And it's one of those mommy moments that I had where I was like, ugh, I can't protect them from everything. And you, you sometimes you, it, you can, that feeling can feel like a failure. Like I couldn't protect them from this. Well, I, listen, I protected them for as long as I've been in this panini press. They didn't even get it from me. <laughs> so I had to do things like, you know, reframing in certain moments. But then there were certain moments where I just allowed myself to sit and be sad because I was tired and my kids were sick and that's sad. That's some sad shit. And then it became anxiety because I still had to work because I know I'm taking off for our vacation, y'all. Now I'm gonna come back to that. <laughs> so I'm taking off for their vac- for our vacation, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have so work- much work to do, and I'm sick as hell." <laughs> so that was, you know, anxiety provoking. Trying to, you know, take care of them while still working from home. Um, and then after you get through that and you're feeling better, but not a hundred percent, the frustration irritability that accompanies realizing that you're still testing positive so you can't do a lot of the things 
that you feel like your body is prepared to do safely. Because, you know, I'm not going out of my house and being around people while I still have COVID. That's just, I don't care. If I my fever has been gone for some days, their fevers have been gone for some days, I could give a damn. <laughs> I'm not going to risk anybody's health, my health. No. No. So, we're going to stay in until... We are clear. Now back to this vacation. So seeing that people are still testing positive because I had to test uh, Erin yesterday to see if she was negative or not so so I could report it to her school. And I was like, oh, man, another week (laughs) where I don't have any other contact with any adults. My body had gotten, my brain, my spirit had gotten so used to um, having more contact with people, like having my mom over uh, once a week, uh, going to church safely, um, having food with friends out in a place, you know. And then it got snatched from me again. Remember the feeling of when it was snatched from us at first, that first week of Mm, what was that the week of March 10th 2020 and it felt like that all over again and I just felt so defeated for a second y'all I really did and these are feelings that I'm sure other people are experiencing as well um I got a little sad because I was watching everybody you know participating in pride and I was saying my running joke is is a hate crime that Dr. Vivid a queer black woman <laughs> got COVID during Pride Month and Black Music Month, Juneteenth <laughs> Celebration Month, you know? <laughs> so I was watching, thinking, oh, yeah, I would submerge, submerge myself in some good old, like, parade and party stuff. And I found myself getting sad, so I had to, like, disconnect again. Um, And... You're not really prepared for the wave and ebbs and flows of emotion that come from having moderate, mild, like the, the moderate to severe, you know, symptoms of COVID. Now, we didn't have severe symptoms, but my kids were not able to eat for like four days straight. Um, they weren't able to sit up. Um, they There was a period where they couldn't walk. They were falling when they would try to walk. And there was a period where um, as their fever started reducing, they, cause they had, their fevers were so bad. Their fever started reducing. They could walk to the bathroom, you know, just holding on the wall. I didn't hear laughter or joking or them talking to each other playfully, they for five or six days straight. My house was so quiet besides a kid's voice whimpering, crying, or asking for assistance. And it was so heavy, (laughs) so heavy. And I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, my kids have been sick before. 
yeah, they've had the flu. Even Aaron's had a hospital stay. Um, and we're preparing for JoJo's surgery. So I think that also impacted, like if you have medical conditions or you, it, it plays on your anxiety and definitely, definitely kicks up sadness. So while you're attending to your body and drinking your tea and taking your medicine and getting your rest and doing all the things you need to do to pour into yourself for you to be physically recovered from COVID, please do the things you need to to mentally recover. You know, when you get the energy and you're still recovering, but you still have, you, you get some energy Go outside, sit outside on a balcony, sit out back, sit on the front, open a window, you know, do something that brings you joy. Talk to your therapist, (laughs) journal, voice journal, do things that will help you process what you're going through because it's needed I talked to my therapist twice last week and that wasn't the first was I had to well three times (laughs) because our regular schedule um therapy time I was so exhausted from being up all night with sick kids I had sick kids laying on me that I couldn't get through my session. So then I called her for an emergency session. And then she told me (laughs) before we ended our session, Hey, you're, you're sick still. They're sick, sick still. You're still working. I'm going to see you for another session this week because ain't no way you getting through it without a little bit of extra help. And I appreciate that so much. And that's why I value having a black woman who's queer as well, who's a little bit older, but still can relate. Ah, representation matters because she came through for me in such a big way this week and I appreciate it. So, you know, this is me sharing my experience with you so that you know that it's okay if you're feeling this and even if you don't have it but you're taking care of someone or you had to take care of someone um as they had COVID or watch family members or friends go through the most and the motions while they're dealing with this you know take time to take care of yourself the best way that you can because you owe it to yourself and be gentle with yourself I honestly worked because I had to. <laughs> um, and you would say, Dr. Bear, what you mean? Well, I know I'm going to miss um, a week for vacation and then some days for JoJo's recovery period. So I didn't want to take off and then be like, oh, yeah, by the way, in another week I'm taking off again. Oh, yeah, and then like three weeks after that I'm going to take off again. <laughs> so... I wanted to say, all right, I know my limits and I'm going to work to my limit and not beyond it um, just to make sure I can provide service with the least amount of interruptions possible because therapy, a lot of people depend on their therapy sessions just to make it through the week 
let alone the month. So I wanted to make sure that they were taken care of. Um, so taking extra therapy sessions to take care of myself was definitely needed. Um, taking moments to myself where I could was definitely needed. You know, um, I made oils, therapeutic oils, aromatherapy oils, healing oils, um, with Jojo one night just because, I was so stressed, but I wanted to do something that allowed me to feel like I was working towards bodily healing. And also they gave me a chance to do something where I didn't have to use my words. I could just, now with my phone falling, I could just use my hands. Um, I made myself a nice herbal bath with a lavender um, Castile soap base and lavender and chamomile and peppermint and it was hot and it was great and it helped my body so much i've been giving myself cbd oil massages after showers Um, i've been sitting outside just to get some air i took the girls on a ride around the corner just to you know roll the windows down then get put the air on in the car just to get some air, you know, safely. Do things that you need to do so that your mind, your body, and your spirit are healing. And y'all, the brain fog associated with COVID, baby, if you a neurodivergent baby, Please be gentle with yourself because your girl, I'm over here forgetting things, not being able to start and just tapping out mentally. It has been rough, honey, baby. (laughs) Well, 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 it's time for well, mail, mail, mail. Hi, y'all doing y'all was prepared for that jingle jangle i'm sorry y'all i can't sing today covid <laughs> covid said Mm-mm, you want to play sing i'm gonna make you cough every time um, i'm not even lying i tried to do a jingle jangle and i had to cough and <laughs> deleted it start over so well mel is dr vivid's like i I love Well Mail. I, I just love, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast because I get to read your questions from the TikTok streets, from the IG streets, from the Twitter streets, from the Facebook streets, or straight in Dr. Vivid's inbox. Ooh, look at that. A little, a little fake song, not too much, just a little, you know, be kind to our lungs. <laughs> So, this week's question actually comes from Dr. Vivid's inbox. I know y'all love the TikTok streets, but why not jump in when it comes to the straight to the source messages? And today's email centers around getting help for friends who are suffering with chronic mental illness. Um, They reached out and they basically asked, 
how do you get someone to go to therapy when you see that their symptoms have become very distressing, but because they're so heightened, um, they are very, hmm, they're not in the place to get the message of love that is, I think you need to go to therapy. (laughs) So I want to say this. I have to remind you that everybody isn't at that space where they're contemplating. They're in a state of contemplating when it comes to their mental health and wellness. Everybody's not there. Some people have to go through a lot on their own before they come to the realization that they need help. There have to be things that definitely um, they see as a detriment to their livelihood, their lifestyle for them to move. Now, you may say that will bother me. That would mess me up, buck me up or put me in a position where I don't know if I could continue to function like that. Now, that's you. That's you. We have to remember that each one of us has a different tolerance when it comes to our physical and our emotional pain. So instead of being forceful with it, it's you connecting with your loved one on a way of, I see that this is becoming a lot for you. This is frustrating for you. You've been venting about this. You've been, you know, struggling with this. And it breaks my heart to see you go through this. I know that I couldn't deal with that. I want to know how well you feel like you're dealing with it. And what can I do to be of assistance? Or what can I do to be here for you while you seek out assistance? Come from a place of love and support and not a place of confrontation. Everybody can't deal with confrontation. Everybody's not in the space for confrontation. And confrontation isn't the cure for every uh, problem that you have. (laughs) It's not, you know, especially when we talk about people who are dealing with chronic mental illness, chronic mental illness. There are some things that they are painfully aware of, but because they are in the throes of an episode, they can't deal with it with the same clear mind that you are. You have to also remember that. It's very easy and logical and rational for you to say, this is what I would do in this situation. Yeah, while you're thinking clearly and you're not dealing with a bunch of symptoms. They are in the thick of it. So they don't have the same cognitive space that you do so we have to have some grace and some patience um and then there are certain mental health diagnoses that you have to honestly understand that this is something that they've been dealing with or will be dealing with for the rest of their lives and this may be a moment of crisis for you is it a moment of crisis for them? Is it the worst that they have ever experienced? Or is just 
what you are now privy to. And this is not me saying that y'all are crazy (laughs) and y'all should mind your business. No, no, no. I want you to be there for your loved ones. I just want you to be aware that you're seeing it from the outside looking in. You're seeing it with resources. You're seeing it with a clear head. You're seeing it with the ability to be open-minded. You're seeing it unrestricted while they are dealing with limitations and restrictions. So be patient and be persistent. But with your persistence, remember to be kind. And then also remember when it gets to be too much for you, that is when you enlist the help of other family members or friends. That's when you take a step back and you talk to it, talk to your therapist, your counselor, the people in your life, your life. I don't know why that country twain came out. (laughs) The people in your life that can be there for you. You cannot fight every battle. All right, all right, all right, y'all. It's time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about what I'm listening to, what's been on my playlist, what's been on repeat, what has been bringing me joy, what is really helping me reflect, calming me down, and what I think is just a bop that you need to listen to as well. So, I have definitely been leaning on music to get me through the last couple of days. And I've been listening to some oldies with goodies mixed with some things that I just think are dope and that my spirit needs. So, one of the songs that I've been listening to on replete is called Caramel. And it's by Be My Fiasco. And it's just an upbeat song that just makes me feel... Just makes me feel like I should be riding around the city with my windows down. Like, it feels like a summer bop. So, I love it. Gallus, the she-mix, you know. Chloe jumped on there. Made it, made it right. Made it right. That's a bop already. But Chloe just delivers some really good covers, man. She knows what she's doing. I listen to, okay, the artist, Amiza. It's E-I-M-I-Z-A-H. And it's a song called Alone. And it's from an EP uh, called A Rose from E. And... It's just a it's just a great song about why sometimes we choose to be alone and do our own thing solo dolo sometimes and 
how certain things in the past have made us examine why we choose this space of I'm over here, y'all over there. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, a, it's a great song. Then I have been listening to Blue Water Road, Kilani. It's such a good album. I, I First of all, I love me some Kalani. So Blue Water Road, the full album is 13 tracks. And Little Story, Any Given Sunday, Shooter Interlude, Wish I Never, Up at Night, y'all heard that with Justin Bieber, Get Me Started featuring Sid of the internet in case you ain't know. Um, Everything Interlude, more than I should featuring Jesse Reyes. I love Jesse Reyes. Her style is just, it's a vibe. Alter, I love this song. It came out oh, a little bit before the album was announced, but I love this song. It is a song all about remembrance and paying respect and honoring someone you lost and reminding them that you are keeping them them keeping their memory alive at your altar so it's such a great song melt tangerine everything and then she closes it out they close it out with wandering wandering and it's just a great body of work man and then i told y'all i've been dealing with some irritation (laughs) excuse me from covid and just taking care of sick kids and sick self so rico nasty smack a bitch yeah we listened to that also a rico and doja tia tamara because i i needed to get some energy (laughs) to wash my face it was it's like the things that we do i've also been listening to tim's a lot um, I've had Crazy Things and Found on Replete. Definitely. That, these, these songs have really been helping me so much. Um, I've listened to Old Drew Hill, Beauty, These Are the Time, Five Steps. Uh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I've been listening to a lot of Old Drew Hill. <laughs> Because it's just needed. And I think I'm going to go on a 90s, 2000s kick tonight. Because I still need that for my spirit. So let me know what you're listening to. What you're into. What's repeating over and over on your phone. (laughs) Let me know. All right, all right. Now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about some things you could do in the meantime, between time, between therapy appointments, between counseling appointments, you know, just to add to your coping and stress management toolbox. And today, in the spirit of me still tackling Covisha. <laughs> I wanted to give you a good DIY that I've used 
this week with myself and the kids. Grounding yourself in nature. For those of you who are stuck in the house trying to recover, um, if you have the energy and you can safely do so, go outside. We went outside. We put our feet in the grass. And then I got the potting soil out and we planted some things. We repotted some things. We tended to my herbs and veggies. And we also um, watered the grass, the lawn. We, we did things that connected us with the warmth of the sun, the softness, the gentleness of the grass, the little puffs of wind that would come through and then leave us longing for more when it got a little bit warmer. We were so connected to the earth. We took deep breaths and practiced deep breathing in the grass. We did some yoga stretches. We didn't mind getting our hands dirty in the soil. We, you know, made sure that we took care with each seed that we planted as we put it into the earth. When I sprayed us with some water from the hose, we took time to just, uh, you know, sit in what that water felt like on our skin. It felt good. To feel something other than bodily sickness. (laughs) Other than a lack of energy. We smiled. Energy was restored. Go outside and connect with nature. Sit under a tree. Touch a tree. Put your feet in the grass. Look at the sky and the clouds. Face the sun and feel its warmth. It'll help boost your mood. Try it. We have made it to the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on breathing, body awareness, relaxation, mindfulness, and most importantly, you. Now, during this cool down, I'll be doing things like reminding you to breathe, asking you to close your eyes and visualize. not in a safe space or you're not free of distraction don't worry it's okay this is a podcast simply stop me pause me and come back to me later when you're ready and prepared all right so let's begin Take a deep breath in. Now let it out. Another deep breath in. 
deep breath in and a slow exhale. Good. I want you to relax your body. No tension. The way it needs to, whether you're sitting, laying, or standing. We're going to have a conversation. I want you to practice breathing as I walk you through this conversation. you're doing as much as you can and you want to do more that's a sign your best in that moment is enough get back on track 
it's worth it. You notice the little changes in the way you're communicating with other people, the changes in your responses, even the changes in some of the thoughts you have about yourself. to the end of the episode thank you guys for being here with me thank you for all of your check-ins your messages the love you have shown me and my babies i promise once we get over kovisha baby who i'm going to eat outside safely like, I've been eating outside safely. And that means, like, with the same people that I eat outside with. <laughs> but I'm going to eat outside safely. I'm going to go to my mama's pool and lay by it and be cute. I'm going to wear my pride outfits in these streets. You will see me twirling in front of somebody's camera. Because you can't hold a good one down. <laughs> thank you for all your continued support through your listens your shares your submissions for well mail you following me on social media on tiktok on instagram on twitter on facebook and now youtube thank you thank you you guys are dope um and you know what time it is to remember that you owe yourself everything. You don't owe these people anything. Do something for yourself. We out.